guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. Man, I'm finally getting back into purposeful relationships. Guys, I haven't done this in maybe two years. The last time I did this was with a, uh, a girl by the name of Zern. Uh, <laughs> I love doing these because it makes me realize why people have come into my life. So... If you look at Zern, I don't know, Zern just ended up popping up out of nowhere on this little social media app, and uh, we ended up, I ended up cooking dinner, and we ended up watching a movie, she spoke perfect English, uh, she went to school out there, India, all these different things, right? So, that was the last one I did, and you guys can actually look that up on YouTube or anywhere, just put like, purposeful relationship, Zern, Arsenio, you guys will find it real easily. Um, But today's focus is about a very ugly event. That led to someone getting me out of one of the most toxic relationship, uh, toxic environments in my life. Tina, that was her name. I don't know what her uh, her Thai name is, but let's just put it this way. I remember that, and this is when I first came here to Thailand. And you know what? This probably had to be the most important relationship in my life, uh, because if it wasn't for this, honestly, I boy, I would have to. Who knows? Who knows? I probably. Oh my God. Okay, so let's let me just lay this. Let me lay, lay this foundation. And guys, the purpose of this is to identify why people come into your life and not just sit around and say, "Oh my God, why can't things just be the same?" It's because the purpose was already fulfilled. So with Tina, it was basically a night. No, I can't remember. I think this the a girl that I was supposed to meet. She end, she ended up ditching me. I ended up waking up that next morning, and then I went on this website. It's called Thai Q. It's now called Thai Cupid, but that website is actually a more racist website. If you see a lot of those profiles, a lot of these Thai women say white man only. <laughs> they say white man only. <laughs> oh, God. Welcome to Thailand. Anyway, welcome to Asia. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, but I, I just love it. I love being doubted. That, that's the best part about it. You can't, you can't take these things seriously. It has nothing to do with you. But, um, yeah, anyways, with this world, with, with this website, I actually met a bunch of people on it before I came to Thailand. But after that night of being snubbed, I remember going on there, trying to talk to a lot of people. I made a lot of friends. It was very easy to meet Thai women six years ago opposed to today. Today, it's a very difficult market because now it's a saturated market in terms of Caucasian foreigners that actually come here. So if you look at it this way, six years ago, if a Thai woman had the three options, talk to a 55-year-old Caucasian, a 25-year-old uh, African-American teacher, and someone else, there's a good chance she might talk to me. But now, there are like 20, and 18 of them are white, and if they're anywhere between 20 and 35, they're considered to be handsome in this country. Therefore, this is why it is so difficult for me to meet people in this country, which is absolutely perfect. I freaking love it, to be honest with you. It's just, I love, that's the doubt. That's what gets me going. That's the inspiration. It's like, hey, keep on hating me. Keep, don't change once you figure out who I am, though. So, when Tina came along, Tina was about 52 years old. And I remember talking to her, and I remember adding her on Facebook, and she saw the hell that I was going through. And she's like, Arsenio. I was like, yeah. She's like, dude, I see what's going on over there. What's happening? I was like, dude, my boss, she's threatening me. She's threatening me to terminate my job. She's very rude. She's nasty. She just, just, um, um, one, she's probably the second or first worst person 
I've ever met in my life. I still remember her name, Kanjanapon Sakula. And it, it's just remarkable. Of course, her name doesn't really matter, but it's just... I love I love the process, and I'm so grateful that she had come into my life and gave me the position to begin with because that was the beginning of my journey. But Tina saw what was going on. She's like, dude, how about you come down here to the south? I was like, where's the south? Don't they kill people down there? Now, if you guys are unaware, there are three southern provinces called Patani, Naratiwa, and Yala. These places are, let's just say, yeah, they're, they're terrorist-prone, okay? There are a lot of tourists that live in the foothills and they set up roadside bombs to target either Buddhist monks or they target like um, a lot of army cadets and whatnot. And so there's a war down there. I don't know what that war is about. I still can't get an explanation after six years. It's none of my business. And so I said, forget it. But during that year, one of my students' parents were like, hey, they're going to ship me down there to Nakonsi Tamarat. Apparently there's rubber burning. And these people are setting up roadblocks to enter the southern, uh, the southern provinces like Hatyai. And this, and that was in Nakonsi Tamarat. And I was like, Tina, I heard this rubber burning and shit going on out there. <laughs> I said, there's rubber burning going on out there. I can't do this. And she's like, listen, don't worry. It's all good. Your motherfucking black ass ain't gonna die. I say, a deal. And so she's like, I got a guy. I was like, okay. And this guy ended up being super gay. I'll tell you about that story. It's just terrible. But Tina, she ended up introducing me to this guy named Jojo. I messaged Jojo first time. I, I, I felt the fear and I stayed back, right? Because I, was, I didn't know what fear was back then. Six years ago, I was barely 24, okay? I, just, I think I just turned 24 or 25. I can't remember. Uh, what is it? Yeah, I just turned 25 as a matter of fact. Or just before? Yeah, just after. So, um, and then I bailed because things were going right at my previous job. You know, I had gone to, like, this little party at night. It was the dean of the uh, university down there. We were all getting drunk and this and that. And I was like, everything's all good. But, of course, a week later, everything went to shit again. So then, it just got worse and worse. And I was like, you know what? I went back to him. He's like, dude, I've already gave you an opportunity. Are you going to come or not? I said, I just booked my flight. Here are the details. He's like, okay, deal. Come on down here. I'll be seeing you soon. I was like, Tina, I booked my flight. She's like, cool. You set everything up with JoJo? I said, yeah. She's like, okay, I'll meet you at the airport. I said, deal. She said, deal. So I went down there. I remember I stayed at a hotel near the airport. I didn't know anything about Bangkok at that time. But I remember I stayed at uh, a hotel, and I just passed by it about a couple, two to three years ago. It was just amazing because I was like, oh, my God. I remember that hotel. I stayed there before. Stayed there. Saw a friend at night. That next day, flew into Nakonsi Tamara, and I remember Tina picked me up. And Tina, she kind of looked like a lady boy. No offense. I mean, she just kind of looked like it. But I think she was going through a lot of things, you know, in terms of her health and whatnot. So that's why her face looked somewhat of like a skeleton. And I was like, hey, Tina, how you doing? But she was a wonderful human being, and she was absolutely gracious, and I loved her to death. We went to our bungalow. We stayed there. She's like, Arsenio, we're going to meet JoJo in the evening. I was like, okay. So, after getting some food and getting some copies and doing this and doing that, I remember walking into a restaurant, and we were at this long table, and there were, like, there was another guy that looked like me, uh, sitting there, obviously, I thought he was African-American, but he was like, you know, he's British and whatnot, doesn't really matter, but then, got up, and JoJo stood up, he's like, hey, I was like, good, okay, Arsenio, flick it off, I was like, hey, JoJo, you know, gave me a hug and everything, he's like, sit down, sit down. And so we started talking. You got all these higher-ups from the government sitting at this table. 
And, you know, some of them speak English. You got the teacher over here. I'm telling them about my experience. And all these things are happening. JoJo finally turns to me after 15 minutes. And, again, Tina's the one that introduced me to him. He's like, hey, I need. I heard you need a job. I said, yeah, man. I got some problems down there. He's like, hey, don't worry. Hold on. Boom. He called his wife. Because I, I didn't understand Thai. He's like, here, talk to my wife. Her name's Mel. I said, hey, how you doing, Mel? This is Arsenio. She's like, nice to meet you. So, Arsenio, uh, when can you start? I said, I can start whenever you want. She's like, October 10th. Can you get here October 10th for the interview and we can start a week later? I said, deal. She's like, okay, see you then. Hung up. I said, God damn. I said, Jojo, thank you so much. I got the job. We celebrated by like this going to this karaoke place. And we ended up going to some other. Oh, my God. It was just a crazy ass couple of days. So then I flew back because the only way to access this place, I have to fly into it. Unless I do like a 17-hour trip by road, and that's ridiculous. So after that night, I flew back out. I had already made the decision, but I slipped up and told the teacher that I work with that I was leaving. She started crying. She told all the parents. The parents were pleading to me saying, no, don't go, don't go, don't go. Because, of course, I was just a wonderful guy, a wonderful teacher, a wonderful everything. But, again, my intent, I knew where my intent was. It was in the right place. My heart was in the right place. But I wasn't going to fulfill the needs of them. And their selfish needs were basically stating that, hey, Arsenio, you should stay here. Who cares about BB? We'll take care of you. But I can't do that. I can't wake up going to a disgusting environment every day. It's kind of like um the last job I had two years ago. Uh, over there, the place that I talked to you guys about uh, quite frankly before. Um, it was a disgusting environment. I, I don't know if it was as bad as... Yeah, it had to be as bad as the, the my first job. But I just kind of ducked and weaved this specific individual. Honestly, yeah. Man, it's hard to say. My last job wasn't the worst. But it was just the teachers there. And it was, no, man, guys, we can't, we can't rate it, okay? Both were absolutely horrendous. But I accepted the job. I snuck out of there. I remember it was a morning. I forgot what morning it was. But it was a morning of, I think it was just right there in the early October. It had to be October 8th or something. A teacher that actually lied to me. I'll tell you guys about that again. Uh, but I think he was trying to make me do crazy things. So that'll be another story. But um, it's all about relationships, you know what I mean? And so Tina... I ended up moving down there. I saw an employee or an employer that I used to work with. We met up at Bangkok. Her name was Lois uh, Semke. She actually works in Sydney. I worked there probably two years prior to that. And then we met each other again for just one night out there in good old Bangkok. Man, it was good to see her. So after that, flew into, what is it, into the, the south and whatnot. I saw the lady, Yuping, she gave me the job. She's like, when can you start? How much do you want? I said this, I said that. She's like, deal, we'll see you soon. We're going to meet you, we're going to introduce you to the da-da-da-da-da, uh, and everything's all good. So basically, if it wasn't for meeting Tina on that website, that a lot of people would say, oh, don't do that, blah, blah. if it wasn't for meeting her, there's no telling where my life would have went. There's no telling, because my savings was depleting, I wasn't saving any money, and I just kept taking money out of my account over and over and over. It was a di- it was a dire situation. I had to take desperate measures to get the hell out of there for my own sake, for my own peace of mind, and for my heart, for everything in my body because it was just completely falling apart. So when I finally started my life down there, I actually got paid, I think, what is it, an extra 40% uh, per month. 
And of course, you know, on top of that, with tutoring and whatnot, I made an extra what two hundred dollars. So I was making a good what twelve hundred U.S. dollars a month here in Thailand, which is actually very, very good. Not that many Thai people make twelve hundred U.S. dollars a month, uh, unless they're like privately owned or they're like doctors or something like that, or flight attendants, which is weird, or air traffic control. But they make a hell of a lot more than that. Um, but yeah, I went to the south, and you know, Tina. After that, it was never the same. Now that's the part of the relationship. This is the purposeful relationship. She was never the same, but why? It's because, well, the purpose was fulfilled. Tina was brought into my life to deliver a package. That package was a new life. She did just that, and the friendship forever took a turn. Sure, there were a couple of times I probably saw her on this day or that day. She said, hey, come visit me in Pakpanang. You guys probably heard about that. Recently, because that big storm actually hit it pretty hard. Uh, but it's all good. No one died. Uh, but, yeah, she's like, come visit me here. Do this, do that. And she was telling me about some situations and something horrible she was going to do because a lady stole, like, 5000 U.S. dollars from her. And, oh, my God, just all types of things, man. But you know what? Tina was put into my life to deliver a package, and she did. I moved to the south of Thailand. I got all these things taken care of. JoJo... He was a little too friendly, and I found out, yeah, he was uh, gay. No no offense, but he was trying to do things, and, like, you know, he was too touchy. I was like, man, you better get your ass away from me. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, JoJo ended up being that guy, so I, I pretty much stayed away from him. JoJo gave me the job through his wife, and then I just stuck at that job for a year, didn't know what I was doing, and then, of course, there were things that ended up escalating after that, so... I'm going to see what the response is in terms of this specific podcast. If you guys want me to keep going over the years, like following that, I can because there were more, there were so many different purposes that had come into my life, these purposeful relationships. Now, was I sad about Tina? No, Tina lingered on my Facebook for probably the next couple of years. She went to Australia, which was a dream. She lived there for a while. She came back. She went back. Um, and she was just, you know, she was just grateful for the entire process. And I'm I'm just grateful for the entire process because, again, I don't know where she is in the world now, but all the best to her. Um, I'm sure she's out here in Thailand somewhere, or the south, or here or there. But, you know, she's been through a lot. She speaks great English and everything. But if it wasn't for a nasty situation the night before, which led me to waking up in the morning and trying to meet more friends, um, that specific morning, Tina being one of them, she gave me the job. JoJo, the call. Meeting the wife, this, that, boom, bada bing, bada boom. I got the hell out of that toxic ass environment. So, guys, I'm telling you right now, I would love for you guys to share some of your purposeful relationships because a lot of you, you cling on to things that were already dead. You know, when I finally moved to Nakon, you know, to the south of Thailand, was I one of those people that, yeah, I'm gonna hang out with Tina, I'm gonna hang out with Tina? Absolutely not. I was trying to get the feel of everyone. It was a completely, honestly, living to moving to a different province is like moving to a different country. It's completely different. So yeah, some of those people were a little bit nicer, but then they turned into even worse than what the others were in the southeast. You know, in the original place that I was living when I first came here. But again, it's all part of that process. So guys, man, actionable steps. I would love for you guys to just. Tell me a purposeful relationship, and I'm going to see how well you guys respond to this. And if you guys respond well, we'll go in, and I'll do the next one. So, guys, with that being said, I'm so glad to bring this back. I haven't done this in two years, and I was thinking about it because 
I love speaking about this to relive those memories, to make me realize, whoa, I am fortunate. I am very, very happy and content with what's happening in my life right now. So, guys, with that being said, man, I got another purposeful relationship, but I'm not going to unleash that one until after February 8th, which is going to be one of the biggest days of my life. That's when I have to ultimately go into this company and say, hey, you know what? These are the services I provide. I do soft skills. I do transferable skills. I do coaching. I do this. I do that. I need to just get myself into a vortex and unleash and show them how unbelievable I am. So that is going to be one of the biggest interviews. If all goes well and they buy packages right then and there, the Lee is going to be the most life-changing, purposeful relationship in my life because this is going to be the mark where I stop making this much per hour or this much per month, and it goes up to about 1,000% of that. All of that could change. So I will be unleashing that one. We're going to see how February 8th goes, guys. Stay tuned with that. So grateful for everything. And as always, stay tuned for the Stephen Covey, the interviews and everything that uh, continue to come up. And I'm trying to get more and more people on as the days go on. So, guys, thank you so much. If you like to share it, if you shared it, that means you like it. I would love to hear some of your feedback. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.